who they have been waiting and praying for many, many years with his wife, Elizabeth. And that's a promise from God. God always keeps his promises. When we talk about promises this morning, many of us make many promises that we don't keep. Because sometimes things are not in our hands, we're not in control. We're not in control of our future, we're not in control of the weather, we're not in control of the economy, we're not in control of our health. So many promises that we do, we do to break them. And I learned that I'll never make any promises unless I'm 100% sure that I won't break it. We find that there are promises everywhere. Promises on every page of the Bible that you read. There's over 8,800 promises that God made. Almost 8,000 of them are from God to man, from God to us. And he kept all of them. The books like Isaiah, Jeremiah, and Ezekiel each had at least 1,000 promises. And almost in every verse in Psalm 37 has a promise. God has kept all these promises from of old, from the Old Testament. If we look at verse 6 this morning, it says that both Zechariah and his wife Elizabeth were righteous before God walking in all his command, commandments and ordinances of the Lord, blameless. But they had no child because Elizabeth was barren and they were both well advanced in years. See, it was considered a curse from God if a woman does not bring forth children. So in the community, she was looked at uh, you know, there's something wrong with her. And they feel that God is punishing her because of her sins. Just uh, sometimes we say to ourselves that we're sick, and so God is punishing us because of our sins, because of the sickness that we have. Which is not true. Not in all cases anyway. But this was not the case with Zechariah and Elizabeth, because the Gospel says that they were blameless and they obeyed all the commandments and all that God has given. But some are blameless before men, not before God. So they were not being punished. Zechariah and Elizabeth were upright, yet they had a problem. They had a delay. We'll call it a delay. They had no children. See, you can be righteous, you can be holy, you can be a saint, but still you can lack something. We're not perfect. Childbearing is truly divine from above. And out of God's love, He has made us to share His creation. Isn't it amazing that we can give children, we can bear children, 
we can create just like God create, created us. He has given us this blessing. Truly, it is amazing. But it's not in our hands to give birth. And some of our young youth who just get married postpone bringing children. They wait a few years until they go out and travel and enjoy their time together. I remember Pope Shinoda used to say to these kids, don't do that, it's not right, because you're trying to control God and bring you forth children. Never do that. Be natural, and if God wills, then he'll give you children. So the timing here is really important. Sometimes it's very difficult to bring children after abstaining for some years. I remember a couple many, many years ago who can't bring any children. They're young and they stayed over like 25 years trying to bring children in every way they could. IVF and everything they could, they, it all failed. They even traveled abroad and they paid thousands upon thousands and it all failed. She can never bear a child. Just last year, I heard that she has a very healthy child. When they stopped all this, they, God, in his timing, gave them a child. So, God works in his way. It's a balance sometimes. You might find very rich people that don't have children. And many poor people have tens of children. It's a balance sometimes. If we look at Jacob, who married Rachel and Leah, and Jacob loved Rachel more than Leah, so what did God do to teach him a bit? He made Leah have ten kids, ten boys, and Rachel was barren. She couldn't get any children, and she was so upset. But at the end, Rachel got Joseph, and then when she came to bring Benjamin, she died in the process, and he lost her. Balance. Sometimes it's not fair, but this is how God works. Why was it important to bear children during this time? And even today, we have this mentality. Infertility meant no child to love. We love our children so much. We care for them. They love us back. No child to help with their daily work. To inherit their land, to inherit their money, to inherit their goods. No one to replace their generation. Even couples during that time navigated fertility issues in a number of ways. Through prayer, they prayed a lot for children, sometimes with magical practices, with adoption, with surrogacy, and sometimes a second wife. They went to that route. Archangel Gabriel this morning says to Zechariah when he meets him,
Do not be afraid, Zechariah, for your prayers are answered. So eventually, praying many, many years for a child, God has answered. What were they praying for? A healthy child. However, we'll see in verse 18 that Zechariah had long stopped praying because he lost hope that his wife will have a child. He has given up on God. He had thoughts of prayer that were not being heard and being ignored. The angel tells him that his prayers had been heard, that God has now answered his prayers. See, many of us are in this situation today. We're praying for something, for anything, for many things, but God is not answering us. Maybe for a new job, maybe for children, maybe for good health, maybe for a person who is sick, very sick, and we're praying that God heals that person. But is God answering? We get a lot of people who give up. They come and say, we stopped praying for this situation. Or even marriage. Some people can't get married and they've stopped. We keep on praying for many, many years, many, many months. But they stopped believing, they stopped hoping. They stopped, they felt that God is ignoring them. He's not listening. He shut his ears. God is saying no. And even if you have stopped praying and stopped believing, St. Timothy, St. Paul says to Timothy that even when we are faithless, God remains faithful, even till the very end. He keeps his promises, and when we least expect it, he answers our prayers. Why do you think God doesn't, wasn't answering Zechariah and Elizabeth's prayers? There's a reason, the timing. See, God has something big in store for them beyond anything that we can ask or imagine. What was it? They're going to be the parents of St. John the Baptist who will prepare the way for our Lord Jesus Christ. Something very, very big. But they had to wait. The time wasn't right. Today the time has been accomplished and God answered. They had waited and waited. Eventually the time came. In his own time, not in our time. In verse 18 it says, And Zechariah said to the angel, how shall I know this? For I am an old man, and my wife is well advanced in years. What is he doing now? He's still doubting. An angel of God is coming and telling him you're going to get a child. Why are you doubting? Why aren't you believing? But God, Zechariah questions God. He doubts God. I hear what you're saying, God, but I can't believe it. It will never happen. He gave the angel a lesson of biology and procreation. See, Zechariah stopped praying and he lost hope. 
If he kept on praying and believed, he would have told the angel, Wow, at last you're answering my prayer. Instead, he doubted. And what was the result of his doubts? The angel did something to him. The angel answered, I am Gabriel. He's giving him authority, telling him, you know, I'm the archangel of God, who stands in the presence of God and was sent to speak to you and bring you these glad tidings. And behold, you will be mute. You'll be dumb. You won't be able to speak. And not able to speak until the day these things take place, because you did not believe my words, which will be fulfilled in their own time. Doubting God is always a dumb thing to do. For all of us. Never doubt him. Because Zechariah doubted, God made him dumb, unable to speak. God accomplished his purpose and God fulfilled his promises. In verse 24 we see, Now after these days his wife Elizabeth conceived and she hid herself five months, saying, Thus the Lord has dealt with me in the days when he looked on me to take away my reproach among people. Eventually she gave birth. God keeps his promises every time. God has kept his promise to Israel. God has kept his promise to Zechariah. And today God keeps his promises to you, every one of you. But keep praying and keep hopeful and do not doubt. And one day, when you least expect it, God will answer your prayers. Glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.